Welcome to the Hunt the West podcast, where it's all about getting outside, experiencing the outdoors, and having epic adventures. At Hunt the West, my only goal is for you to get out and hunt. I'm your host, Skylar Harrison, and today we're going to be talking about something that is very important. In fact, I think it might be the number one thing that you can do right now to have a good hunt this fall. Um, This is a crazy time in the world right now. If you're listening to this in real time, we are in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. And at this point, you're probably sick of hearing about it, but you can't be in the world at this point in time and not be affected in some way, big or small, by this virus. It's pretty insane. But we'll get into the meat of this episode in just a minute, which is going to be about that number one thing that you can do to have a successful hunt. But I wanted to start out talking about this crazy time a little bit. What I've been thinking about lately is how every single person on the planet is being affected in one way or another by a tiny, tiny, non-living thing. I don't know how many of you know this, but if you follow me on Instagram, you probably do, but you know that I am a medical laboratory scientist and I basically look through a microscope for a living. I work primarily in parasitology, which means my job is to identify parasites, but I do some other stuff too, um, but it would take too long to explain, and it's not as interesting to most people than the parasite stuff, and it's not really relevant to the Hunt the West podcast. So, But basically, I look through a microscope at tiny things and those things can affect people in pretty big ways. Like Giardia is probably a parasite that most people know about. It's pretty common and it's very widespread in the world and it can affect you in a pretty significant way. I mean, if you're out hunting and not filtering your water, there's a really good chance that you're going to pick up this little guy and you'll have some stomach cramps and diarrhea and it could last for weeks or maybe longer. But Giardia is super tiny and it's an actual living thing. Like it has flagella and it moves. And anyway, we don't get into the nitty gritty of what Giardia is, but it's a parasite and it's really tiny. It's about 10 to 12 microns. For reference, uh, human hair is probably about 100 microns wide. Hair varies quite a bit, but that's a pretty good average. If you look at like the thinnest hair on your arm or something, that's probably more like 40 microns wide. So Giardia is like super tiny. It's about 10 to 12. So like a quarter of a arm hair, (laughs) if you can use that as a reference. And it's it's just amazing to me that something so tiny can just completely wipe you out. Now talking about coronavirus, I'm obviously not an expert in viruses, but coronavirus is 120 nanometers. So that's 0.12 microns. So Giardia is 12 microns, so it's 100 times bigger than coronavirus. And that tiny little non-living thing, it's not like a parasite, it's non-living. It's incredible how tiny that thing is. And I mean, it's basically a packet of nucleic acid flowing around and hijacking the living things in your body to make copies of itself. And then it just rocks your world even more than Giardia does and it's having a global impact like it is taking down billion dollar companies and it's killing people and it's amazing just how such a small thing can have such a giant impact in the world but this episode is not about coronavirus I mean I I wanted to bring that up because I feel like you just can't get away from it right now and so kind of have to talk about it, but little things can have big impacts. And I think that is true for you too, as a human being. So tiny, seemingly microscopic changes in your habits and your routines and your actions can change your entire personal world. I mean, it can change everything. So think about archery. Archery is a game of inches. 
The difference in a few millimeters on your peep sight can make the point of impact change by like several inches. And that is just amplified as you get into the farther distances. Same goes for rifles. Um, a few little clicks on your scope can make the difference uh, between a clean kill and a wounded animal. And so the same thing is true for your life routines. The difference between pushing one button on your alarm clock and not pushing it can mean the difference between you know snoozing and waking up and getting stuff done. So that's a change that everyone can make right now. When your alarm clock goes off, don't hit the snooze button. Get up, get after it. It's interesting, like why is it that when you're going hunting or fishing or something early in the morning, we don't have the problem getting up. Like you never hit the snooze button. At least I don't. You you might not even be able to sleep at all because you're just too excited. I know I've woken up hours before my alarm clock was going to go off when I was going fishing or hunting and I wasn't able to go back to sleep because I was just too excited to get out and get going. But when you're getting out of bed to go to work out or go to work, people are just dragging. And I think the difference is the mindset. You don't want to get out of bed for a workout because you know, little excuses come and they make your way into your brain and your bed is so warm and comfortable, but I don't think anything good happens or there's no real growth when you're warm and comfortable. And like a lot of those little excuses will just come in and that you're too tired and that you might be able to work out tomorrow. And you're like, Oh, I worked out yesterday. I don't need to. And like some of that, some of those excuses might be true, but I think it's a lot better to just do tiny microscopic things consistently every single day. So think of like a giant tree, some giant tree that's a hundred years old. This thing might be like eight feet in circumference around the trunk. It's huge. It's there every single day through every storm, every drought. It's immovable. It's been bumped around. Woodpeckers have gotten at it. Bugs have gotten at it. Maybe elk and deer have rubbed on it, but it just keeps sinking its roots down every single day sucking up nutrients and the leaves keep growing, reaching out toward the sun, gaining nutrients. And most of what you see in the strength of a tree is underground. You can't even see it. So I've heard that you can imagine the root system of a tree by taking a mirror image of the above ground portion of the tree and flipping that upside down. And that's how big its root system is. It's that big or even bigger. So there's a lot more that goes on below the surface than what we can see above ground. And that's like Sorry, it seems like a little bit of a tangent, but the point is that trees don't quit. Massive trees show up every single day and reach toward the sun and suck up every ounce of water they can get out of the ground so they can stick around for another day. Because if they don't keep going, they then they die. Then they get blown over. The little drought or the swarm of bugs that come through will just end it and they don't last. So in this analogy, you are a tree, essentially. Uh, you can choose to be like a weak little sapling or you can choose to grow every single day so that you become a massive tree that can withstand any wind, any fire, anything that gets thrown at you. Like, have you ever walked through like a, a burn where tons of trees are just burned to a crisp and then there'll just be like one giant tree that's still fine and maybe one side of it is burned, but the rest of it is just fine. It's because it's been there for so long. It's been putting in the work every single day and it withstood the fire. And I think people like us, we are the same way. So this is kind of a mental game that you can play with yourself. Every time a doubt comes in, an excuse comes in, you can just do something tiny, something small, something microscopic to grow each day. And I think one of the most important things that you can put that effort toward is having a healthy body. 
So working out, eating healthy, making small changes in your life that have big results. And I don't claim to be the world's healthiest person or some workout person. Like I like don't, I'm not perfect. I don't go to the gym every single day. Well, you can't go to the gym now, but even when I could, I didn't go every single day. I tried to go six days a week or do some kind of physical workout every single day, except Sunday. I keep Sunday as a day of rest and I try and keep the Sabbath day holy. And that's just kind of my thing. So six days a week, I am getting after it or trying to, or trying to do something a little bit more than I did the day before, or something a little bit better this week than I did last week. I think a good rule of thumb when you're thinking about this kind of growth mindset is to do 10% more per week if you want to grow. And then when you get to a point where you are feeling like it's a good amount, then you can stick with that amount. So if you can do 20 pushups in a day, so I would just do that every single day for a week. And then the next week you do 22 and then you add 10% onto that every single week or squats, you know, just with your body weight, just squatting up and down. You don't need a gym to do burpees in your living room or pushups or squats. So hopefully you can do stuff like that, even though the gym is closed and you might not be able to get to the equipment. You might not have weights, but you have your body and you can use your body weight to do things. There's free videos online, all that stuff. But this is the type of stuff that I think can help you the most for hunting season because hunting is largely a mental game. I mean, we've talked about mental toughness on the podcast a lot. I mean, you can go listen to the episode with Sid Smith when he is the guy with no feet who ran an Ironman, ran, swam, and biked an Ironman. And the guy has no feet. I mean, if you need a better example for mental toughness, I can't provide you with one because that dude is legit. So go listen to that episode. That was episode 12. But I think developing your mental toughness through doing something hard every single day is the number one thing that you can do to have a successful hunt this year. So I'm not going to go all Jocko Willink on you guys and tell you to wake up at 4.30 and never quit and do pull-ups until your hands bleed. But I'm sure if you did that, then you'd be pretty mentally tough. But what I want to tell you guys is that there, I think there's power in doing things daily. So maybe you don't have a, a morning routine right now. Maybe your total your routine is just totally messed up because of the coronavirus and maybe you're working from home and you don't have a normal routine, but nobody can take away pre-dawn from you. So waking up early and doing stuff before anybody else is awake is a super powerful time. Um, there's a book that I love that has totally changed my life. It's called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I'll leave a link for that in the description. But that book gives you a framework that you can build your morning routine upon. Um, I've done The Miracle Morning on and off for several years. But last September, yeah, I think it was around September 8th or something like that, I completely committed to it. And I was like, I'm going to do the miracle morning every single morning. And I haven't missed a day since September of last year. So I don't know how many it's like, that's like six months or something. So I'm feeling pretty good about that routine because I've been doing it for six months and haven't missed a day. I'll just give, I'm not going to read the whole book to you right now, obviously, but I'll give you an idea of what it's about, what it's about. So there's an acronym called savers and each of those things represents one of the things that you do every single morning. So silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing or journaling. But 
savers. So those are the six things. Yeah, six, one, two, three, four. Yeah, savers. <laughs> I can spell. But you do a little version of those and you can do one minute version of each of those things. It'll take you six minutes. So you just wake up six minutes earlier than you normally would. And that is like the the minimum. If you're really short on sleep, short on time, you can do six minutes in the morning and have your miracle morning done. So I wake up at either 5 a.m. or 5.30 every single morning. I haven't missed a day since, you know, September. So even on weekends, I still do it. Every single day I wake up and I do a version of the miracle morning. So that has helped me be a little bit more mentally tough, a little more disciplined. And by doing that, you win the day before it even starts. And it just builds a framework that you can build anything on that. So you can add any routine. So shooting your bow. If you want to shoot your bow every day, just shoot three arrows a day. You know, you can shoot right in your living room at five yards, you know? So that's an actual proven technique that's called blank bailing. And you're basically just going through the motions of your shot and not worrying about where the arrow hits. You're just worrying about the mechanics of your shot and you're practicing. So that becomes muscle memory. I really think that shooting your bow every single day is a really good way to make sure that you're having good technique. And you can add that into your miracle morning. I mean, that's what I call it. I call it the miracle morning because I follow the book. But I mean, you can call it whatever you want. You can just have it your morning routine, your daily whatever, your daily workout, your daily routine. Just do something. And I think if by adding a tiny microscopic amount of daily discipline, doing something every single day, that's going to help you realize the power of daily. So I'm a really big fan of just doing something small, taking really small steps and then slowly building on them. So, I mean, when it comes to dieting and stuff, I mean, I've done dieting. I've done like the MyFitnessPal, counting your calories and your macros and stuff. But for me, like that's just miserable and I hate it. And I do it for a short period of time and it works because obviously when you're counting the calories and you're paying really close attention to what you're eating, you're going to lose weight and you're going to accomplish your goals. But if you're miserable, you're not going to be able to keep up with it. So I'm a really big fan of just making really small changes. So for example, when I started doing, when I started working out, I started working out for really the first time in like October of last year, which is why I don't claim to be a complete expert on any of this, but I've seen some really good results by doing what I'm doing. And so I want to share that with you guys and hopefully it will give you a little bit of motivation to do something and do it now. So I started kind of working out. I didn't change my diet at all because I was like, I mean, that was just something that I knew was going to be really hard for me. So I just started working. I just added exercise and I didn't change anything else. I added exercise and just some type of exercise. I didn't really care what it was. I just put on my gym shorts, my shoes, and I went to the gym. And I knew that some type of exercise would be happening if I went to the gym in exercise clothes. And so some days maybe I was just doing, you know, I'd walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes and I'd go home. But that was a win for me because I, I was doing something. And the habit that I wanted to do was going to the gym every single day. And that's what I wanted to do. And so as I started doing that, I started to lose a little bit of weight. So I'm six feet tall and I, the, the heaviest I have ever been was about 219. But normally I was really, I was hovering around 215 and over the space of a few months, I lost about 10 pounds. And then all I did, I didn't change my diet at all. I just added exercise. And then I kind of plateaued and I just like, I was really comfortable and I was able to maintain that weight 
for several months by just adding a little bit of exercise. And then what do you know? I was at, I was exercising every day. And then I was like, I want to exercise a little bit more. I want to do a little bit more intense workout. And then I started feeling myself getting stronger. I started, you know, seeing a little bit more muscle development and everything. And I was really proud of that. So I kept doing it. And what do you know, just by doing everything, something every single day, I wanted to naturally improve and add to it. So then I started to change my diet a little bit. So I started using um, the Mountain Ops Ammo, which is a meal replacement protein shake, and Magnum, which is their kind of protein, whey protein, muscle recovery, muscle building protein shake. And I kind of use those. And and the Magnum, oh my gosh, it's so good. It's like a freaking chocolate shake. (laughs) I love it so much. And so I use that as like a little reward for myself if I work out then I earn my shake. And if I don't work out, I don't get the shake. And that that works for me. I know that might not work for other people, but I can only drink that shake if I go to the gym or if I do a workout, you know, since all the gyms are closed now. So I've just been doing burpees and I have a pull-up bar in my garage and I've just, you know, do pull-ups and push-ups and burpees and squats and sit-ups and crunches and, you know, whatever other. I've I've even taken a like a five-gallon bucket of drywall mud because I had that left over from a project and I was doing TikToks with, you know, the five-gallon bucket. And, you know, just any little thing, like I started doing something so I could earn that Magnum protein shake because it's so good. I'll leave a link to Mountain Hops in the description of that Magnum protein shake, but... I mean, I'm obviously not sponsored by them or anything, but I just really like it. Maybe I'll do a little video on the on the shake that I make myself. Um, follow me on Instagram and you'll, you might see that. But I add a little bit of frozen mangoes and, oh dude, it's so good. I want one right now. But anyway, the, my, my point with all this is that by improving your physical fitness and doing a daily routine, you're going to improve not on, only your physical fitness, but your mental fitness. And you're going to be winning those mental battles and you'll be able to win those in the field too. And you'll be able to stay out longer, go farther, stay out longer, not only because you're physically fit, but because you're mentally tough. So I think in this time in the world history, you know, with this whole social distancing and things get events getting shut down and people working from home, it's like a really unique opportunity to make some significant life changes. So you can sit at home, maybe you're working from home, maybe you've lost your job. I don't know what your situation is, Um, but you can do something. And I think waking up early and doing something for a morning routine is like the number one thing that you can do to change your life and to build a framework that you can improve your life on. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn Um, but my wife has even told me that, that I'm a completely different person since doing the miracle morning. And, um, that's, that's been the most motivating thing for me is that I think I'm a better husband and I'm a better father. And that's what is the most important to me is my family. So by, by doing this morning routine and doing something every single day, it's provided me the mental toughness and the self-confidence to do anything. Cause I know that if I want to do something, I really can. Cause I can just be like, yep, I'm going to do that every single day now. I mean, and when you're not perfect, just do it tomorrow. I mean, do it today. <laughs> today is better than tomorrow. But if you fail one day, do it today. If you failed yesterday, do it today and just do something, start small and get it out there and do it or I'll get in there, stay in your home and do it. <laughs> Cause you know, hashtag COVID. But in all seriousness, I I hope that you and your family are doing well during this crazy time. I hope that you 
are able to turn anything negative that has happened in your life and and find a positive spin on it. And I'll leave links to everything that we've discussed in this episode in the description. I really thank you guys for listening. It means so much to me. I know that this is an insane time and that you're actually listening right now is a giant compliment and I appreciate that. So if you have any questions or you want to tell a story of, or, you know, I just love hearing from you guys. I love getting these, those emails. Send me an email at skyler at huntthewest.us. I'll leave a link to that in the description. I'll leave a link to that book, The Miracle Morning, and anything else that we talked about in this episode in the description. So start small, start now, do something today that you are going to benefit from in the future. Do something daily, even if it's microscopic. Beat coronavirus by doing something microscopic in your life today and every day that will change your life forever. So find that thing. Don't hit the snooze button. Commit now to never hit the snooze button again. And I promise that it will change your life because you win the day when you win the morning. So get out there, do something small, something microscopic so that you can get out this fall and hunt the West. 